Welcome to Sales Velocity TV, where we pull back the curtain on how the top businesses in the world sell more with less resistance. Bringing over 50 plus years of combined sales experience and over 100 million in revenue generated, please welcome the hosts of Sales Velocity TV and two incredibly entertaining gentlemen, Andrew Cass and Aaron Parkinson. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sales Velocity TV. I'm Andrew, that's Aaron, and we're talking building your business, growing your sales, Aaron, in a post-COVID world. Now, don't jump ahead. We're not saying COVID's over. What we're saying is the shift is happening right now. We'll talk about why. The writing what. is on the, the wall. The shift is happening, meaning there's light at the end of the tunnel, and we're certainly turning the corner. And I am seeing an explosion that I was not expecting to see, which I'm going to share here today, Aaron, in a little bit. How are you, my friend? I'm doing amazing, man. Happy Good Friday to uh, everybody out there in the world. Uh, we Friday. thought we'll, we'll, we'll talk about good things for Good Friday today. And I think the good things are that we are seeing some busting at the seams happening with, yep. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in North America, obviously. You're a Canadian I'm an American. You're in the Cayman Islands. I'm in Florida. Um, I just traveled and I'm blown away by what I just saw and, and shocked and surprised at the same time, which is really the, the topic of today. It won't be a long one today, but you got to be prepared as a business owner because business owners that recognize trends before it's public news are the ones that usually get a jump ahead and create more momentum and ultimately get more done in their business. I, I've always been a big identifier of trends. I think it's for me, I think I've had a talent in the last 20, 30 years where I've been able to but I, but I also read and study a lot, right? I, I don't just show up. I read and study a lot. So there's, you know, that's instructive too, is if you're always plugged into entertainment, you're going to miss it. If you plug yourself into education and research and you go deep, you're not going to miss it. And that's really, to me, a big lesson in business and yeah, and I think that there's a. I think that, I think that we have to, def, you know, clearly define what you're talking about here because it's it's a good point, right? There's entertainment and there's a time for that. And then there's, you know, the bullshit mainstream media that's over here trying to capture your attention and doom and gloom 24-7 and yep. a bunch of circus monkeys, <laughs> you know, on, 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 on radio and television constantly. And in the middle, it's there's in the middle. facts, education, and trends. I'm glad you said the middle, Aaron, because I feel like um, I'll be 48 this year and I feel like I really have a God, good – I feel I like I, I really have a good – Paul, what did you say? I hope I look like you when I'm 48. Oh, thanks, man. That was a compliment. That's good. You can keep you can keep saying it. Um, <laughs> but I really feel like I, you know I feel like I kind of I, I get it now that just about everything politics, money, economics, health, wellness, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Yep. Almost 99. It's always going to be an exception to the rule, but 99 percent of the time. And we're talking post COVID today. And the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, right? We're talking about building your business in a post-COVID world. We know COVID is still going on. I say post-COVID world as the title of the show today because the, the world has to go on. And now that a large chunk of the population is vaccinated, that creates confidence. So there's tremendous confidence. I just got back, Aaron. This was kind of the, 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 the inspiration for the theme of the show today. I just got back from a vacation with my family in North Carolina for four or five days just to kind of disappear, check out an area of the country I've never seen that ultimately I'd love to live in, by the way, at some point. In the mountains, in nature. And when we went to book the trip, so we went to book a trip somewhere else first, which was one of the islands down by you. Are you near St. Thomas, by the way? 
Yeah, Saint Thomas. Well, Bay? I'm not. I'm not. It, as far as all the islands are concerned, I'm not. So check this near out. Saint Thomas, so is, but it's in the Caribbean. All right. Yeah. Exactly. I figured it was in the vicinity. Right. It's one of the islands. So this is this is the this is the point here. So we went to book a trip to Saint Thomas. We were going to meet my sister and her husband down there because they're going down there in April. And I called, and there was nothing available. I'm like, how is there nothing available on the island of Saint Thomas? This is like a rare island. So main hotel, nothing. Next hotel, nothing. Okay. No flights either. Okay. Well, that's weird. Maybe we just booked two last minute. Okay, let's go North Carolina, a place we've always wanted to go. So got that trip, and I always book through American Express Platinum Travel. I, I avoid all the mayhem. We don't spend hours online trying to save 10 bucks. We go right to the best. American Express Platinum Travel. I'm on the phone with my travel agent, so for one hour, I'm on the phone. She's going through the trips. We book a beautiful hotel in North Carolina. The first one wasn't available. Second one was like two rooms left. So now I'm like, what's going on here? Go to book a car, nothing. No cars. What do you mean no cars? Go to book a flight, rare, rare seat availability. And I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. Everybody's done. And again, I don't take this the wrong way. No disrespect to COVID, no disrespect to the virus. There's obviously something serious happening that needs to be adhered to. But people are moving about like I've never seen right now. Now, I witnessed it firsthand, and this, this is going to translate to business here, so stay with me, is when you see that kind of movement and that kind of confidence in the economy. You mentioned before we were, the show we were talking, the surge that's happening where that leads to, you better be prepared for, because if you watch CNN all day long or MSNBC, they're going to make it like there's a new strain this week and a new strain next week and a new strain the week after that and lockdowns work. And not a, And listen, we get that you're being overly cautious, but we also get that you have to keep eyeballs on the station. So let's be real. OK, yeah. And, and, and we're not making a we're not we're not making a judgment on what anybody not wants to do. If I'm if I'm 70 years old right now and I'm in that band of high risk, like I'm chilling. hundred percent. That's we're not making a judgment on what you should do. shouldn't do. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. We're not going down that rabbit hole. That's a, that's a stupid line of conversation. What we're saying is we're talking about business trends. Right on. What I'm seeing in Cayman is there's no real estate to be, I have people That's the next messaging piece. me yep. saying, do you have anywhere I can put my money because there's nothing available here right now, mm -hmm. right? What I'm, what you're seeing is, oh, well, nobody's traveling right now. I should just be able to call I, American I, Express and grab a hotel and grab a flight. Aaron, we're planning the trip the week before thinking there's nothing. There's nothing. Why is there nothing? And there's nothing. Because people have been sitting at home for a year now at this point their confidence has gone up. They've grown tired. Arizona's now fallen in line with Texas and Florida and said, we're out. Life we're out on this whole thing. Life has to go on. We're, we're, op we're, we're opening everything. Don't, no, more, no, no more of this nonsense. And when three big economies like that, Florida, Texas, Arizona topple, yeah, now ones, the social pressure ones. gets put on the government officials of the other states. Mm. And they start – the lynch mob starts coming out saying, you're taking my jobs. I got to feed my kids. I want to move about. The dominoes start to topple. The vaccinations go up. And it's already happening under the nose of most people, as you just realized. Under my nose, you know, exactly. Do you know just, why there's nothing available in St. Thomas? Because it's full. Because people have said, I'm not sitting here any longer. Yeah, it's because it's full, not because it's closed. Exactly. No, <laughs> it's full. Yeah. Right? So <clears throat> right now, people have had 12 months to have this pent-up energy pent up money. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of people that have been hit yeah. hard in this, yeah, no doubt. but in, in any economy, money flows in different directions. There's winners and there's losers in every economy, right? And for a lot of people, there's a lot of people I know that have never made more money in their life. We'll talk about that a little bit too. I, I hear than that. in the last 12 months. Uh -huh. 
in, in, in contradiction to the people who've been devastated by it, mm -hmm. obviously. But the point is money doesn't disappear. It just it flows into different places, right? Now you add on top of that the ungodly amount of money that's been helicoptered in by the government. With another round coming, by the way, as we speak. With another round coming, right? And people have had nowhere to put it, right? The, the people who've been stable or, or, or excelling in this country have had nowhere to put it. What this lines up to be is very similar to the Spanish flu, right? If you go back and you do some, some research on the Spanish flu, it was, it was almost an exact type of pandemic like this, except it yeah, was the, more the, lethal. The two years, yeah, it was way more lethal. It, it was significantly more but no, lethal. You know, no modern medicine back then, obviously. But, but same practices. Everybody was wearing masks. Everybody was isolated. Everybody was, was staying at home. Exact same rhetoric was being put out. Mm -hmm. And then what immediately followed that was the Roaring Twenties, which is one of the most lucrative roaring 20s that led right up to the depression right right well yeah. and and because because people came out of the woodwork and said i don't want to be at home i, I want to see other people um i've seen I'll protect how difficult... myself i'm a big boy a big girl yeah and and what and what really happened is they were so pent up for two years mm -hmm. that when they when the economy opened back up they, they almost like didn't care about the risk involved in starting a business or in pushing their business or whatever because they're like you know what I've seen how horrible life can be. I'm just going, I'm, I'm going to go have some fun and go all chips in and take risks and start stuff and, and, and go party and go travel. And, you know, like it, it was like this explosion. And, and yeah. I believe that we're right on the precipice of the exact same thing. And, and with all this extra money that's just been pumped into the system, that's why real estate prices are going insane. You've got the combination of people realizing they don't have to work at an office anymore. So they're going to work from home, which means they're going to work from where they want to in a nice environment. So all the real estate prices are going through the roof. And then all this money that's been helicoptered in and, and wealthy people wanting to protect their, their, you know, their fortress, they're buying hard assets because they believe that, that, that inflation's coming with all this money being pumped in. Yep. So everybody's buying up all these hard assets, right? And now people are starting to travel and now people are like, they're ready to like Listen, let it's, loose. It's movement, really. What we're talking about is movement. When when the movement begins, you better be moving as a business owner to be ahead of it because the movement is happening. I just witnessed it firsthand. I was totally shocked. Not what I was expecting. Like I said, almost nothing was available. Two weeks out, we were thinking we'd have no problem, right? That's number yep. one. Like you said on real estate, yes. I mean, there is the, the home remodeling industry in the in the United States in the last twelve months because people were, were at home, so they're investing in the home, in the four walls within, right? I have yep. two clients, one's in the one, two clients in my mastermind group. One is in the roofing space, one is in the home remodeling space. Record years, 2020. Yep. Record, I mean huge numbers because they're servicing that space. So recognizing trends is really the topic of, of, of the day here. Because if you can recognize trends, you can sell into it or make money off of it. And really, if you're not if you're not looking for ways to profit from trends, then you know it's probably gonna be a long haul for you because it'll be a grind. Right, we got to get ahead of trends, whether it be from an investment standpoint or from a business model shift standpoint. Otherwise, you're playing catch up a lot of the times, and that's not a great place to be playing catch up. Yeah, and and where I see a lot of you know, with, like our business is a great example of that. Andrew is like, there's been a ton of people realizing how uh, unstable their business or job is mm -hmm. over the last twelve months. 
So they're looking to diversify into other businesses, other areas, or increase their education potentially in a new space. Right. And so we've had a record year. We've had beyond a record year, you know, almost to the point where we have to turn people away at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because we were in one of those niches where people are like, wow, you know, I, I, I want to explore other things, right? You're anybody that's open to the public over the next like quarter, restaurants, gyms, you know, experiences, services, you're going to get hammered because people are so in need of human communication. You, you and I have been talking about live events forever, how, how we think that people, you know, yeah, I mean, that's... Are, are dying for live events. Look at the UFC, the UFC, the ultimate fighting championship. Yep. Just move their event, first live event they've, they've ever done, or the first live event they've done in a year with fans. They went to Florida because Florida was open to them doing it. They went to Jacksonville. In one day, they set the record for ticket sales on one, in one day in Jacksonville. The demand, the pent-up demand. The, the, the pent-up demand. The movement. The movement. People are like, I got, I am tired of being in here. Yep. I've been saving money in many cases because we haven't been doing anything for the last year. We haven't been traveling. We haven't been, you know, moving around. Like, I need this. I need this for my mental stability, right? And if you get ahead of this and you start, you know, heavily marketing, we're open. We can supply these services. Here's something to to take your mind off the last You're going to get hammered. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. And really that's the point of the topic of the day. It's a little off track today, but you need to prepare your processes and your systems now as if, if yes. you, if you get stuck in the news rhetoric, then you're gonna, you're gonna wait. I, I'm seeing it happen all the time. A lot of waiting and seeing, there's no more waiting and seeing it. The movement is now happening. It's quietly yep. happening though. And that's Which the lesson here. Which we're about. Yeah, I mean, but we see it, right? You know, you have to have foresight and, and a lot of people don't. And hopefully we're going to give you some foresight here to see, hey, if you own a restaurant, if you own a brick and mortar business, if, if you own a gym or a school of some kind, don't keep waiting for everything to be perfect. Prepare now for the storm that is quiet. Storms are always quiet at first. It's always the, the calm before the storm. That's the analogy. This is the calm before the storm. As vaccines in the U.S. keep going up and people gain more and more confidence, movement keeps happening more and more. So I, I saw that firsthand with travel. We're seeing it in real estate in both countries where we live, right? We're seeing it. In, the stock market is on another level. It's almost it, disconnected. It, confidence, from, it's, it's almost divorced from reality. It does it, not go down. That's another yeah. indicator. That, right? that confidence is just shooting the stock it market. It does like, not go down. And I know there were some numbers coming out today, which I haven't seen yet. Shockingly, I haven't seen them yet. It's already 1130, right? Uh, is there was a, a, a jobs report today that I was meaning to look at because it's another underlying trend. And again, yeah. we're, we're kind of going economic today because economics, you got to understand economics to get ahead of trends, as we just mentioned. And when you get ahead of trends, you're, you're able to, you're able to kind of, you know, be the leader of the pack when it comes to your products, your services. Live events is a biggie. You and I are getting ready to put our live event, a workshop or an event of some kind on the calendar in 2021. And people are like, when it, what are the dates? Just tell when me is when. it going to happen? I'm there. And listen, right? That's- and, and, it, and it will all be done carefully, cautiously, respectfully of a contagious virus that's floating around, right? There's no, sure. you know, this isn't, this isn't a cowboy rogue move here. This is life must go on intelligently and responsibly. 
This is why I've right. never, ever been a fan of lockdowns because A, there's no science to support it. Not one iota. I've looked, not one. And secondly, the, the damage to people financially and mentally will far exceed COVID at the end of the day. When this is all said and done, there won't even be, COVID isn't even in the conversation from the devastation that's financial and mental. It's not right, even in the conversation. And not, nobody can tell me otherwise. And that's no, concerning to me. That's concerning to me. You know, not to veer off, but I don't even, as controversial as this might sound, I don't believe there's a COVID problem in the United States. People are going to go, no. what the hell are you talking about? There's 500. There's not a COVID problem in the United States. There is a massive inflammation, obesity, and aging population problem in the United States. That coupled with the new virus strain that is contagious has ravaged the country. I went to North Carolina, Aaron, and this tends to be a part of the country. Let me try to use this as diplomatically as possible or as politically correct as possible. This is a very heavy set part of the nation. I don't know why that is in the South and the Midwest. And I mean, I saw more obesity, Aaron. I mean, yep. my wife and I walked out like we're kind of looking for it now because we because re- most people don't realize much of COVID COVID's attaching itself to fat cells like you wouldn't even believe. It's one of the biggest things it attaches itself to is fat cells and inflammation. Everybody's yep. talking about vaccines and da, 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 da. all good, but a tiny piece of the solution is vaccines. There is a colossal inflammation and obesity problem. And I walked around and I was like, man, I mean, I don't know that anybody's even skinny anymore. And you wonder why there's 500,000 deaths in the United States is because the, the obesity problem isn't like that in other we don't there isn't an obesity problem in many other countries i know there is in some but not many i mean covid doesn't even exist in, in asia anymore have you heard of a covid case in asia in the last six months asians no, are mean, asians are thin careful calculated responsible people when it comes to wellness and nutrition covid was in and out if you if you recall and by the way not to veer even further off track they're not even talking about vaccines in asia i don't even think it's in the conversation i'm sure it's happening a little bit but in America, it's like an obsession. But in Asia, it's barely a conversation. Think about that, people, right? Think about how do I now prepare for that if I market globally, right? How do I prepare for this now if I'm in the health and wellness space? I mean, if you're in the health and wellness space and you don't know what I just mentioned, you're missing a huge opportunity to be able to re-message what you offer to be able to target inflammation and obesity. And the ones we know that are doing very well in wellness understand science enough to know that inflammation and obesity is the root of the problem here. And they're marketing to that. They're not stuck in the COVID conversation, right? You see the difference? So this is, it's such a big lesson, but you got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to know how to do the research and know how to read the science. Shockingly, when I watch the news, it's like science. You don't even, did you even go to science class? (laughs) The guy goes, a guy on CNBC last week, Aaron goes like this. We're really concerned that cases are going up in some of the states that have started reopening. You think? They started reopening. Did you think cases were going to go down? That's the point of the process of reopening is they're going to go up, but we need to monitor everything and we need to throttle things. And we need to, that's what air, air, that's what pilots do when they fly. Plane goes up. It needs to be adjusted, right? But it doesn't just land and stop. It keeps flying, right? That's reopening. It's just not that hard. No, and, and going back to the business side of this, you know, I saw an article, I can't remember, it was one of the major publications yesterday, and, it, and the headline was shocking, it's why it caught me, it said, banks have too much money right now, and they don't know what to do with it, and it's a problem. That's not a problem. It's, and obviously we know that's not a problem. Liquidity is not a problem, right? But, read between the lines, exactly. okay? 
-hmm. Banks are not in the business of holding cash. They're in the business of lending cash. Their business is lending, right? If they're, if they have so much cash on their, on their, their, their sheets that they don't know what to do with it, what do you think the next step is? It's going to be a massive push. They're going to deploy some of that money and they're going to do it three ways. I'm going to tell you the three ways. They're going to do it through lending, like you said. So lending wise right now, probably one of the better times to be able to get financing either through a PPP loan, which is happening right now in the U.S., either through small business administration, disaster relief loans, which a lot of people don't know about, and traditional lending is happening right now. Secondly, they're going to deploy that money in the stock market because they have to put it to work. Thirdly, they're now deploying that money into digital currency like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Just this week, Aaron, another trend here, by the way, got to see it, get off traditional news and go see it, is Visa and Goldman Sachs or Fidelity, I don't know which one, just this week said, well, Visa said we're going to now start accepting payments in blockchain, right? Bitcoin or Ethereum, not blockchain. And it was either Goldman Sachs or Fidelity said we are going in the second quarter of 2021. Here we are two days in. We are going to be offering digital currency, blockchain, Bitcoin, Ethereum, ETFs, or mutual funds to our clients. Do you have any idea what kind of a, when a mutual fund is launched that's brand new in a brand new hot, sexy trend, the money that, I mean, that's a melt up is what that is. And you're seeing it, by the way, because Bitcoin's at almost 60,000. And it really, frankly, shouldn't be, but it is. So it is what it is. Fight it at your own risk. Digital currencies are going through the roof. Stock market's going through the roof. Travel's going through the roof. Real estate's going through the roof. Home remodeling space is going through the roof. So as an investor, you need to look at that. As a business owner, you need to look at that because how do you adjust your business model to capitalize is the question. Well, and, and how do you adjust what, like, we just want to make this one sort of light and fun today and just talk about some things that we're seeing, right? <laughs> light and so do you think it's have, possible for us to do anything light and fun? <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm kidding. I have these really good friends of mine here, um, two of my best friends here on the island. And they, their business got hit in COVID, right? Um, part of their business is um, construction and part of their business is um, real estate rental. Right. And, and so with the, you know, lockdown and people couldn't do like do work, couldn't get, you know, we couldn't get materials in, like slowed down a bunch of projects. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they, they had a lot of rentals and obviously there's no tourists coming to the Island and you know, so on and so forth that, you know, it, it hit them pretty hard. Right. But they shifted their mentality because of what we're talking about right now that shifted the mentality and they saw the trends Good. in the last two weeks. Here's what they did and said. They sold one of their properties for $9 million, one of their personal properties, because the real estate sales side is going bananas. So they're like, okay, let's stop yeah, people focusing are paying on premiums today. Yeah. Let's stop focusing on the, the hard. Let's focus on the opportunity. Right. right. Then they sold another one of their properties with a full build, probably a seven to $8 million project. And then the wife's a realtor and she sold. $24 million in condos in one week. Wow, awesome for her. One week. I so, love that she didn't get crippled into the narrative and she kept right. producing during I, I the narrative. For, what a difference. I think that like any human, when, when you get hit, you do get crippled for a while. Yeah, of course. Now, and human, were, nature, they, they, human nature, man. Human nature. 
it's human nature and, and it happens to all of us, including you and me, right? It's like, oh God, what's going on? Is the whole world ending? What, what am I, we, what do listen, I have to do now? We were all there in March and April yep. of 2020. Not, not a single person wasn't like, this is just totally uncharted territory and we're scared. Not one. And yep. if anybody says that they weren't, they're lying. Everybody uh, yeah, was maybe concerned. Warren Buffett was cool because he was like, I wait for crashes. Who, who, who was that? Probably the only guy. Warren Buffett is probably the only guy that was well, like, listen, man, this is COVID blindsided everybody so much that everybody was probably like, what's going to happen to my entities, my organizations? What's going to happen? Right. And even Buffett, yep. who's been, you know, maybe. he's been around the longest. I bet even he was like, what's going to happen to some of my holdings? Because this is totally uncharted territory. Totally normal. Sure. Sure. But the point is, is that they shifted their focus from what's happening in this sector that's affecting me to what's happening over here that I could capitalize yes. on. Right. Yes. And it's that really important mental shift because there's already things in play that you might not be seeing. And there's definitely things coming down the pipe that you might not be seeing until you take a step back and you say, okay, where's the money flowing? Mm -hmm. Cause you got to think about it like this March of last year, economy was good. Everybody was happy. There was some, some record numbers and unemployment and all these things and everything was going perfectly happy, happy, right? Not a lot's changed since that time. Like, yes, we've had COVID. Yes, we've had this lockdown. Yes, we've had all these things, but the same, a lot of the same big companies are still, still doing well, if not better. Oh yeah. Yeah. Most of them are doing right? better because they're, they have such an online presence. Absolutely. Right. And now it's almost like we're pushing like the reset button, but it's very similar to what it was before, except there's more stability in the presidency. We're not going to open that conversation because I'm, you know, but the reality is more stability is. in the presidency. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, especially in the United States, yeah. there's less drama, of let's course, just say, yeah, right. Which builds confidence. Of course. Right. You've got a gazillion dollars just got dumped into the economy, helicoptered in by the government. And you've got a pent up demand of people wanting to do stuff. My wife and kids are like, what well, the moment this thing opens up, we are out of here and there's no limit on our budget. We're going to go do all the things. We're going to go shopping. No limit on our budget. We're going to, all the things are happening. You know, it, it, the demand but the way is you like, feel is like, the way a lot of people feel. Yeah. It's like a balloon that you keep blowing into and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. That's what's happened. So you've got stable companies, tons of cash, massive pent up demand, and eventually it's just going to go pop. Well, it, listen, it's happening. And this is the key. Right. Present tense. Happening hasn't happened. And this is the key for you watching is get ahead of it. Get your sales processes dialed in. Adjust products and services to talk to the, 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 the spots that the money is flowing to. Right? Money goes where energy flows. Old but true saying, sh you, you're going to have to be nimble and agile, I think is what you're getting at, if you want to get ahead of it. And I know many listening are already way ahead of this. In fact, if yeah. you've been on, we did very well in the last year because we've been online guys for decades. It was painful to watch some of the businesses and people getting for, especially this, we noticed this a lot in the fitness business, very physical, one-on-one, -on -one, in the gym, local, regional, all of a sudden, no gyms, no one-on-one. -on -one. Holy moly, decimated. what do we do now? We've never been online. I've watched industries like that, just people got decimated who were the deer in headlights, and then I've watched a couple, and I can think of a couple local trainers that I'm friends with that just exploded 
because they harnessed the internet and they created a whole new division of their company that was internet-based training, nutrition, wellness, subscription-based programs. And they're like, I mean, I, I know two locally that are, were, were good friends of ours at our local gym that quit when it reopened. They're like, we're not going back. We're doing better now oh, with more time, freedom, more flexibility, and we're having more fun. Great job and, 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 because they and, got and ahead the of thing, it, Aaron, right? right? And, and I don't think that it's true, but there is some truth to it. If somebody said to me the other day, COVID didn't kill businesses, it exposed their weaknesses. I would agree with that to a degree. It killed some. You know, I think there's some people yeah. that would say, no, no, Always in it the middle. killed my business. Always in the middle. Yeah. Right? But it, there's a lot of truth to it. And I'll give you an example. Um, one of my friends had uh, 10 burger restaurants, high-end burger restaurants in Canada. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Franchise? a lot of restaurants. A lot of restaurants have been just – Hammer smash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That right? was the biggest decimation of all, I think, is restaurants. No question. The la over the last year, he's made more profit than he ever has in his history of his Why? businesses. Why? Because he put all of his focus into pickup and takeout in his marketing. Heavy, heavy, heavy money and focus. And rather than having to run a restaurant with a full floor staff, he just pulled his key managers, put them in charge of that part. Now all he had to do was employ a kitchen. He didn't have to employ all the other pieces that make a restaurant work. So his profit margin was considerably higher and his sales remained the same because he went all in on the messaging and the focus and he didn't try and chase the regulations. Oh, make patios, do this, do that, blah, That's blah, blah, blah. Really good point, man. Most people, he was like, most I'm not people in. Not were playing not to lose. He was playing yeah. to win. That's a huge difference in sports, in business, and entertainment. You always see the best of the best that do it for the longest. They're always playing to win, not playing not to lose. And you're right. The other side of that, too, is restaurants that moved into e-commerce. Because think yep. about this. If you're in a restaurant right now and you have, like, I don't know, sauces or you have butters or you have, like, some proprietary thing that you make, why would that not be sold globally in the form of an e-commerce, Shopify store, Amazon store, your own website, what a great time to do it. And some did, some didn't, right? So again, well, and here's the thing. Now that now that he's we're coming out of COVID, he gets he's like, I'm not taking my foot off the exactly, gas of that. Exactly. I realize how profitable that is. That's an addition to getting things back to normal over here. And when you when you talk about personal trainers, it's a great example because because we coach lots of personal trainers. We've seen a lot of them say COVID was the single best thing that ever happened to me because it forced me to go into the digital side where a I was completely, them, yeah. you know, invisible. But in fairness, Aaron, we also watched a lot of them that didn't pivot and they're That's out right. of the industry because yeah. they didn't want to embrace technology and they didn't want to embrace e-commerce and they didn't want to embrace online and tech. tech they didn't want to watch the trend. Yeah. But you know, right? that most did though. And you know, you know, kind of a crazy observation, but personal trainers tend to be healthy optimistic type people. Yep. So naturally they're going to pivot better than the non-healthy, non-optimistic type business owner. I know it's a weird theory, but that's my theory. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah. So they're going to be more optimistic. They're going to have, they're going to take better care of themselves. They're going to be able to pivot and handle adversity quicker than somebody who just really has neglected themselves for a long time. So that's why I, I watched a lot of them actually adjust for the better and really not many that I know of failed and didn't adjust, but there's other industries where, and the restaurant was a big one, that didn't do what your buddy did. 
they they kept playing not to lose. They just kept waiting for restrictions to be lifted to go to the next level, but they weren't bringing the business online. They weren't creating new divisions of the company. They weren't doing catering or delivery the right way. And they, and they, they spent themselves out of business. Now, listen, it shouldn't have happened in the first place, right? At the end of the day, there's Agreed. not a politician on the planet Earth that should say, you can't do business. But what they can say is they can say, let's, let's try to work together to find a good middle ground. That's what good leadership is. It's how can we find a middle ground where we don't wipe you out, but we also don't put the, the, the public at risk. That's what a great leader does. That's what the leader of Florida did. That's what the, the leader of Texas did. Now, they're a little controversial because maybe they went too far. I, I, I live in Florida, and I've walked out of restaurants, Aaron, that have been packed like sardines because I'm like, come on. Like, let's not be irresponsible and let's not be a renegade about it, but let's let businesses operate, which is what leaders do. Let's maybe do it at 50%, 60% this month and see how we do. Let's work as a team. Politics and business at the local level need to work as a team. It's not that hard. None of this should have happened. There shouldn't have been different things. Half California shut down like Venezuela. Give me a break. That's the other side of the extreme. Florida's open up like it's 2010. That's the other side of the extreme. Like I said, I've left restaurants because I'm like, this is a little out of control. I've said to concierge, I, I can remember this specifically, Aaron, you'll, you'll get, you, you know, I kind of say it like, you know, I, I kind of am a little, you're a little blunt. That's the word I'm looking for. So I walk into the front of this restaurant and there's a line around the block. This is in my neighborhood. And there's people packed wall to wall in the outdoor seating and the indoor seating. I'm like, which, which though, important point proves what we were talking about earlier. Yes. They can't wait to get out. Yeah, and this spend is money. like two weeks ago, by the way. So you're right. I'm like, guys, listen, um, I'm not coming in. Because you're packing them like a sardine. So really, you've just neglected everything. And you really should think about that. And I left. And I'm like, I'm as, I'm as you know, loose about pro it. Pro-business. Yeah, I'm pro. Of course, I'm pro. Listen, I'm fighting for business owners. And I'm more, more than anything else during this whole thing. I'm fighting for the kids. And anybody who embraces these lockdowns. And there's a little chunk of the population that this COVID narrative has worked wonders for their pockets. But they don't run real businesses. And their income has not been affected, so they're fake and they're and they're and they're, they're exposed, right? Kids, more than anything, I fight for because you got to give kids and families a choice, especially when the science shows that kids under twelve have almost, again, not one hundred percent, have almost been completely unaffected. Their immune systems are like Ferraris; they're almost unaffected. Thank God, by the way, there would be nothing worse than a pandemic that was ravaging kids. I don't think I'd be able to live. With it, personally. No, no. If that was the case, there, 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 it would be awful. Been vastly different. Oh. We would have been like, lock it all down. Oh my God. You're an idiot if you're outside. And, you and know, we're speaking like, as dads with young kids. And, and, yeah, and, but, the, but the science shows that it's, nothing. it's the majority of people that were affected already had underlying health issues that, that they either hadn't addressed or couldn't address. And, they, so. and, and, and listen, they're really, I know some doctors, really old. Really old. And again, no disrespect to senior citizens, to people with pre-existing conditions. But the way this should have been handled to protect business owners, protect economies, protect families is, listen, if you have a pre-existing condition on this list by the CDC, most at risk, and if you are over the age of, I don't know, let's call it 70, you should consider being locked down and you need to take great measures not to go out until you're vaccinated or until you feel comfortable. But why a blanket approach over the nation? What is... What does a whole group of 40-year-old business owners in perfect health have to do with it? Don't take it out on them. That's it's just a serious, poor, it's a that's serious leadership is what that is. And there's no argument. Serious lack of leadership. There's no argument. Like no one can argue that, that, that and win in, in that conversation. The conversation's over right there because you can't take a blanket approach to anything in life. Really, when you think about it again, somewhere in the middle, 
right? Leadership is in the middle. Leadership is in the middle where it's a little bit uncomfortable, but leadership is also in the middle where you work with both sides. You're not going to please everybody, but if you do it right, you're going to please most people. And you look at California and Florida, two opposite extremes. New York is a horror show also, is those guys went Venezuela, dictatorship. Florida and Texas went rogue, renegade. Like Texas Rangers baseball, 100% capacity. That's like, screw you. That's a little screw you, right? Like 100%. I don't know if you know this. Opening day was was yesterday. I was surprised it didn't happen sooner because I said at some point, at some point, point, somebody's going to throw. Yeah. The heart of America, which I call Texas is the heart of America is going to say, we're out. Like they do with lots of different things and say, we're not playing this game anymore. We're, we're done. And, it was a little shocking they that they won 100% capacity they in their stadium. You know, gun, guns, gold, and God in Texas. I was surprised they didn't do it earlier. But are, were you surprised that they went 100% capacity in their stadium on opening day? Not at all. <laughs> I was shocked. I'm like, guys, not at all. can you just do 75 and just not piss the I, world off right now or I, piss the public off? And at least you ask me, are you asking me if I think they should have done it or am I I know surprised? what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, and I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, when you're done, you're done. And and the point is going back to, you know, we've got kind of been in a bunch of different topics today. But hey, listen, in the beginning of the, the show, we said we're going trends. off topic today. So, hey. The point is the trends, okay? As we see these states opening up and saying, we're done, we're not playing this game anymore. The pressure that will happen mm. on the other states will be unfathomable. Because what's happening now, as you and I have both seen, how many people from California have now moved to Arizona. It's a mass exodus. Texas, the numbers are staggering. Florida. How many big companies have moved from California? Tesla, Oracle, Intel. Intel. Setting up shop now in Arizona. Not fully right. out, but all, starting, all said, starting to make their way out. I'm out. I'll give you another example, Andrew. Hawaii. I have a client from Hawaii that said, as of last month, mm-hmm. Hawaii has now decided that if you make more than $200,000 a year, there's a 10% state tax on your income. Now they officially the highest in the United States in California, which was the previous winner. It was if you had over a million, Hawaii went to 200,000. And on top of that, this is a digital marketer that I know. They added sales tax to his advertising spend. Oh, he's getting, so he he's just getting got his it on bill two sides. For, he just got his bill from YouTube last month and there was a magical $8,000 tax Are you serious? Step put on top of it. You know what he said? I'm out. Peace out. I'm gone to Puerto Rico. Yeah. I mean, listen, gone. I'm in Florida and I, I don't want to be here anymore. Like you've, I've already told you that, and I live in Miami, which is a metropolitan city. It's, it's, it's becoming unlivable. It's becoming LA traffic. Can't move. Some of it's, you know, people coming in for vacation because they're pent up. I get that. Hopefully it's temporary, but I'm trying to get my family more North. Like Boca, Palm Beach, maybe Jupiter, maybe even out of Florida at some point, because we can't move, and it's and well, and, 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 and there's and there's and so there's it's, it's a COVID push, moves. and then it's a it, then it's a tax push on top of it, so it's a double whammy, right? Yeah, you've got COVID being attractive, taxes being attractive, mm-hmm. weather being yeah, attractive, weather, yeah. people wanting to move there, and because they don't have to be in an there's office, in some god awful right place, there. right? And what and what happens is think about the pending pressure on the other states. You're losing people. Businesses, oh God, yeah. tax dollars, bang, 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 bang. What do you think they're just going to sit status quo and say, we don't care. We're just going to keep things as they're impossible. That's a really good point, Aaron, because they, there's some states trying to pull the, you know, trying to pull the let's, let's go backwards. Like it's happening in, in, like you're from Canada. Canada's out of control, by the way. 
A complete disaster. Completely out of control. But listen, the guy in California is getting recalled. You can't shut an economy down. You got to meet the business owners and the families in the middle, right? But he's also getting paid. (laughs) There's a lot of money going on and, and, and economics behind it and politics behind it. Different conversation. But you're right. They can't afford to go backwards now, which again leads us to the point of the show today is don't even think for a minute if there's a new strain, a new wave, or at least in America, I don't know about other countries, it would be tough for states to now go backwards at this point, 12 months in, because they could put the nail in the coffin in their economy and they could put the nail in the coffin in what's happening with families and schools and giving kids choices. And those are two, those are two really important topics. Again, those are the depression recession topics, right? Maybe there's not a categorized depression, categorized historically, but certainly for many families, they're in a depression. And, and, and I think the number is like 40 million-ish who are in a depression from, a, a, and from an income standpoint, a job loss standpoint, you know, having to be doing homeschool and all that. Like there is a deep depression in different parts of this country. You don't see it like I see it. I look at it. I'm looking I, at the I numbers. I just, I just, the point is be ready for what's coming because yeah. I don't see any, any scenario that's realistic where this goes backwards from here. So you got pent up demand, tons of money pushed into the economy. You got people wanting to move. You've, it, there's all the right things are lining up for a massive explosion. What it's so, called is a melt up and it's happening. A melt up. And it's a melt yep. up in the stock market. It's a melt up in digital currency. It is a melt up in real estate. Travel. It is, is a melt up in travel. And it is a melt up in the home improvement space. So if you walk away knowing those five or six things, the big question should be, A, if I'm in those spaces, I should be prepared for the wave because it's happening. If I'm not in those spaces, how do I make adjustments, not necessarily to go into a brand new space, but to make adjustments in the way you market and message so you can kind of meet people where they're at and where that energy and demand and movement is because the movement is on and you always want to be ahead of the movement and any business in any investment environment, you want to be ahead of the movement. And that's really the point here uh, of this show. And we'll probably wrap it there. And I mean, we could go on for, for hours about philosophy and economics and politics. But I think it's fun to veer off once in a while to talk about economics and politics. I, and this I, is what drives revenue at the end of the day is understanding economics and politics and, and the way people move and make decisions is everything. I can tell you, you know, I mean, Andrew, we, we've, we've potentially sold multiple seven figures, you know, in equity, in businesses that we own, you know, over the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. There's, right? there's a tremendous I mean, amount of private investment money out there. Unexpected. There's so many people even, with money eager to do something right now. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, we didn't even talk about the whole private equity space and, and, but again, it, it all ties into there's money on the sidelines like never before because movement hasn't happened up until the last couple months. Now there's yeah. movement and movement is, you know, what follows movement is money and you need to get in the way of movement and money and prepared and for prepared it. for it because you don't want to be, you don't want to be running a business that was set to, to, to stay alive in the scenario from seven months exactly. ago. You want to be thinking, I, I, I got to be prepped for what's coming. Yeah, don't play wait and see, don't play not to lose, play to win and get ahead of the movement and the money is the big lesson here today. This was called a off-topic rant, if you will. And I think it was very (laughs) instructive, personally. (laughs) 
Think good things are coming. Good things are coming. We're back same time, same bat channel next week. Hey, if you love the show, leave us a review on Apple or on Amazon or on Stitcher or on uh, Google Play. Um, always a pleasure, Aaron. We're back same time next week. If you're watching us live, we're on the Sales Velocity TV Facebook page. If you're listening to us on the go, awesome to have us on the go. We're good, good to be with you guys, and we'll see you next week, same time. I'm Andrew. And a happy Easter to everybody. Happy Easter. It is Good Friday. Make it a great Friday. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.